I'm Bruce Tuff, principal of the Tuff Law Firm. We are a full-service law firm serving the greater Woodlands area and the greater Houston area. Contact us at 281-681-0808. We're tough for you. to The Legal Fix, a new age radio show brought to you by The Tough Law Firm. We're the toughest law firm in town with the toughest lawyers around answering your toughest legal questions. Hey, 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 welcome to The Legal Fix, a new age radio show by The Tough Law Firm. Answering your toughest legal questions, call us at 936-900-2381. I'm your host, Bruce Tough. I have boy wonder Brandon Riley here. And super lawyer G.I. Jerome, <laughs> Jeremy Hall, new daddy. And our special guest is Rob Eisler's in the house. Welcome, hey, Rob, Rob. Welcome. Rob. And it is a house. It is a house. It's a house I've never seen before. Yeah, so it's the only radio station in the Woodlands. And uh, we're glad you're here. And let me tell you a little bit about why Rob is on the show. I was sitting next to him at the Economic Development Partnership. Big deal. And it is a big deal. Rob's a big deal. Rob is and a wait big till deal. I start talking about Rob. Then you'll know how big of a deal he is but so i'm sitting <laughs> next to him one. and so gil staley Ding. made a big shout out hey i was on the tough uh, law firm legal fix radio show and it turned out to be really good you guys need to view in everybody goes yeah i know i love the show it was really great and then rob says you have a radio show i go yeah do you want to be on it he goes okay <laughs> he's yeah he's in he's, he's in. in so here he is totally unprepared unprepped and ready to go so has not seen the show he has not seen the show. She doesn't even know get, what's coming. He's the hot seat, crushed. the sunglasses, crushed. the hot topics. Crushed. We're really go after him. So, but no matter what, it's going to be tough. It's yeah, it is. Tough. It's going to be tough. Ding. So, ding, we're going to count those. So, Rob and I are great friends, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about Rob, the Rob I know. So, when I I knew Rob was involved in the chamber as a chairman of the chamber. I knew he was in Rotary. I knew he was in all kinds of other organizations. My next door neighbor, Will Mattern, says Rob Eisler has coached every kid in the Woodlands. Now they're all about in their late 30s or mid 30s, right? Early 40s. But yeah, so he's coached all his kids. He, he coached uh, his sons uh, who were on the state uh, baseball. Uh, championship team uh, basketball I know Craig's got a record at Woodlands High School is the number one three-pointer and that record still stands and you told him when you were coaching Craig what did you tell him about shooting three-pointers well I, I told him uh, you know a, a good shooter is not afraid to shoot and if you're hot you shoot and if you're not hot you keep shooting till you are there Amen. you go there you go so Rob uh, and I I worked on Rob's campaign uh, when he ran for state rep, he served us in the Woodlands, probably one of the best state reps we've had for 10 years. Prior to that, he was a Conroe Independent School District trustee. Uh, he was president twice on that board. They should name a school after you. You're, yeah. you're amazing. How long did you serve on the school board? 18 years. 18 years wow. on the school board. Uh, it wasn't long enough. Now, prior to all of that, Rob Eisler went to Princeton. He's an Ivy Leaguer. Uh, yeah, Princeton. I, I Architecture degree. Used to be smart. 
it, it used to be. So architecture degree, and then Rob enlisted in the Navy. He was a um, a uh, based on a carrier attack pilot for the USS John F. Kennedy in the United States Navy. What kind of plane do you fly? A sixes and A sevens. A okay. What so, are those? Well, the A six is a uh, twin seat, twin engine, all weather bomber, uh, nicknamed the Intruder. Uh, do, it could do radar bombing. Mostly flew at night because the plane was too ugly to fly in the day. <laughs> <laughs> so Ro- Rob told me a story. You, you all seen that Top Gun movie, right? Top oh, Gun yeah, movie sure. where Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise does the cruise by to the ship, and Rob says, you know why they call him the captain of the ship? Because he's really a captain. So Rob did one of those cruise bys, uh, low flying, and then you, you told me the story, and then I realized who's really in charge, the captain, right? Right, and it cost me about a week. Is that all? Yeah, I got grounded. Oh, Did he man. get coffee burn? It was a good look. It was a good looking uh, pass. I actually turned on the wing dumps and then rolled the plane, so it would be a little corkscrew. But I was going too fast, and a piece of the tank, the gas tank underneath, fell off. That's how I got caught. Whoa, <laughs> shenanigans! So, Rob, tell me what it's like um, flying uh, an attacked aircraft, landing on an aircraft carrier in the night those are like little postage stamps bouncing up and down in the water how is that rob is that a fun thing to do well it's it's kind of a necessary thing because there's no place else to land (laughs) and you and i remember rob had one comment about his navy pilot uh flight service he goes i've had the same number of takeoffs as landings right that's that's always the key is it a key you want the same number that's super important um that makes sense so rob uh when I worked on Rob's campaign, Rob served as the state rep for representing the Woodlands area in his district, and he was chairman of public ed. And Rob served for 10 years, and and chairman of public ed, he created the uh, financial accountability system for school districts. And it uh, created the model that's used today, right? And you learned that from how? You just made that up, or did you? No, I didn't that? make it up. I I happened to sit next to a couple of geniuses at a luncheon in Houston, and they told me they could uh, they could yeah rate well, the, the for the performance of school districts and correct it for demographics and cost. And I thought, man, I've been looking for you for years. He said, I said, where are you based? I need to come see you. They said, the Woodlands. Oh, man. So we're going to take a break, Rob. We're going to come back. We're going to put you on the hot seat. We're going to talk a little bit more about what you're doing. You've got such a rich background in history, so we can have a lot of fun with you. And we'll see you right back. I'm Bruce Tuff, principal of the Tuff Law Firm. We are a full-service law firm serving the greater Woodlands area and the greater Houston area. Contact us at 281-681-0808. We're tough for you. Ask for your favorite songs using WhatsApp. The number 936 900 NASCAR driver Kyle Larson. Whatever I'm driving, I do everything I can to stay focused and safe. You should too. That means no drinking and driving, ever. Because even the smallest amount of alcohol can make you skid out of control. Remember, drink, drive, go to jail.
Hey, welcome back to the Legal Fix, a new age radio show hosted by the Tough Law Firm. Call us with your toughest legal questions and for our guest, Rob Eisler, at 936-900-2381. Rob, we didn't get finished doing all the introductions. What are you doing now? Well, I'm the executive director of the Westwood Magnolia Parkway Improvement District. And what does that do? Tell us a little bit about it. The the Improvement District uses a penny of sales tax from businesses within the district that collect sales tax, and we make uh, improvements. It's an improvement district. With one uh, penny? One penny per, well, it's it's a percent. And we build roads, we build infrastructure, we're... uh, uh, in fact, we've got a couple of projects now that uh, I'm sure people would be interested in. So the most significant is all the improvements in 1488 and Research Forward, uh, Research Forest Extension, which I am so grateful for because if there's only one way to get out of the woodlands, you're driving to the freeway, and if that feeder road is packed, you're stuck. But it's fortunate I have an access point through Research Forest, so thank you for doing that, Rob. Well, that was before I became executive director, but that was one of the bills I passed uh, in the legislature when I was a freshman, and uh, I was approached by people in Magnolia, so we don't have a, you know, a good way to build infrastructure. Would, would you uh, sponsor the enactment of an of a improvement district? I said, sure. What's an improvement district? <laughs> <laughs> well, your, your hands were in the town center improvement district. You, it was really the only model for uh, development because when you're restricted, that is the, the model to use. And it's, and it's probably the best model because the funds are going directly to improvement, nothing else. And, and that and, and the best part about it is money is spent. I mean, it's, money is spent on improvements where people are taxed and it's at the transaction. So it's at the local level. It's, it's at it, the people who keep, are benefiting directly. Keeping local benefiting. dollars local. Yeah, that's perfect. All right, we're going to put Rob Eisler on the hot seat. Let's do he it. He doesn't even know what he's in he for, is, okay? Yeah. All right, it's Carlos, put time. the timer on. All right, we're on. How do you spell Eisler? E-I-S-S-L-E-R. Are you related to Dwight Eisenhower? No, but I like Ike. Isn't it true that you wear glasses just for style? I do, but that's only when I'm in a focus group. Are you a tiger <laughs> from Princeton? Uh, what's the Princeton rally cry? Uh, beat Yale, Harvard, and anybody else that shows up. Not Penn. <laughs> Were you a mischievous kid? Yes. What type of hair product do you use? Uh, well, ten fingers. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever Have you ever rocked a mustache? Yes. Back when I was a naval aviator, a bristle, bristle brush. Yeah, a bristle brush. A bristle brush. How much do you bench? How much do I bench? Uh, it depends if I want to be a carpenter or not. <laughs> <laughs> Name your least favorite child. I have none. Have you cried in the last year? Yes. Month. Yes. Week. Yes. Day. Uh, give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a will? I do, but I don't have a way. Do you have a prenuptial agreement? <laughs> No, because uh, I had nothing going in, and I'll probably have nothing going out. Do you consider yourself a front-row Methodist? Uh, Probably by definition. What Sunday service do you attend? 8.30. TWMC. In fact, I I was born a Presbyterian, but I was predestined to become a a Methodist. (laughs) Ding! What's the biggest lie you've ever told? Ooh. Ooh. And got away with? Anyone. I'm from the government, and I'm here to help you. Yeah. Do you believe in absolute truth? Yes. John 8, 32. What's the most nice. humble job you've ever had? 
most humble job. Probably my first job, I was uh, 11 years old. I cleaned out uh, rented fishing boats for 50 cents an hour, and I was worth every penny. Oh, barnacles. How much money will it take for you to retire? Uh, I don't know yet because I haven't made it yet. What's one thing people don't know about you that you want them to know? <clears throat> that, uh, ooh, that I'm really competitive. Assuming you're the top dog. Who's the second best state rep? The second best state rep. Well, you know, the best state rep I ever knew was a guy by the name of Brian McCall from uh, Plano, Texas, as a matter of fact. He's now the chancellor of the Texas State College System. Shout out, In Brian fact, McCall. In fact, there at, uh, yeah. you know, at Lamar and Texas State. And Rob has and a story behind every In fact, answer. I told Did you him, notice that? This is the hot seat. I, mean, <laughs> I told him that, that they need to make this, the, uh, the student guidance book you know the rule book uh at at uh, lamar the cardinal rules we got, <laughs> we got to keep it hot what is the best kept capital secret you're talking about capital capital, capital gains or are you with talking the about o, with the o in the oh, capital in like capital records the one yes. with a hole in the middle what's yes. the best kept secret at that big building in austin where you worked Ooh, that uh the best kept secret, I would say that uh, everybody in there who works has a, has a job that's very important to the state. What's your least favorite elected official? Joe Biden. But wait a minute, that doesn't count. He wasn't elected. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Which elected official spends the least time in the mirror? The least time in the mirror. In the, in the mirror? Correct. Oh, uh you mean somebody that doesn't know how bad they look? Sure. Well, there are a few of them. Can I go back to Joe Biden? Yes. <laughs> we'll accept as, that answer. As a lobbyist, do you prefer to lobby in the lobby? I, I have done that. I have done that. But uh, Favorite political movie or show? Favorite political movie? The Candidate. Do you remember favorite? that with Robert Redford? Yes. Yeah, I know. And, well, and he was running that, for governor of California. Because I yeah, did the same. Senator. Yeah, I, yeah, I did yeah. the same thing when I got elected. It's like now, what do I do? Now, what do I do? Yeah. Sum now, up what your, do I do? Sum up your life philosophy in a word or phrase. Say, say that. Sum up your life philosophy in a word or phrase. Nothing's free. Nothing's give us, free. give us your favorite pun. Well, the one that when I can't think of anything else, you know, when somebody said, "Hey, Rob, give us a pun," the the one that I use is, you know, puns are bad, but poems are verse. <laughs> Who's your favorite celebrity you've met in person? Ooh. <sighs> Let's see. Well, I, I, I met I met George W, but lately he's not been he's not been helpful. Um Tommy McDonald, Philadelphia Eagles. Trump or DeSantis? Trump. Top unchecked. And then DeSantis. <laughs> and then DeSantis. What's your We're top, talking 12 years. top unchecked bucket list item? Ooh, top unchecked bucket list. To be on this radio show. Nice. Stranded on a desert island, what's the one item you'd take? A satellite phone. Incorporation. <laughs> Vasap or Ish don't think so? Ish don't think so. Well, like they say near the end of the alphabet, why? <laughs> <laughs> Ding. 
Are we at five would, now? Would you rather take an axe to the head or be beat to death by Mike Tyson? Well, Tyson would be faster, but that reminds me <laughs> of the the, uh, the Three Stooges uh, when they when they're asked, "You want to be burned at the stake or or uh, had your head chopped off?" They, he said, "A hot steak's better than a cold chop." <laughs> if you could live in another era, what would it be? Oh, how about? Uh, 2100 would you rather eat live octopus or fried raccoon fried raccoon you know because that live octopus will stick to your mouth (laughs) (laughs) what are you most afraid of the end of this show what's the fastest you've ever gone in a car uh to the b in brake on a gto in high school (laughs) whoa where the brake light was in between the zero and the 120 i got to the b in brake don't worry it was at night mom oh man one food for life, what would you eat? If what? One food for life, what would you eat? What? One food? Vanilla. <laughs> Who's smarter? Extract. Huh? Vanilla extract? Vanilla ice cream. Okay. Who's smarter, you or Steve Toth? In what subject? <laughs> Eva Politics. Guzman or George Bush? George what, P. What's Bush. That? Say that. Eva Guzman or George P. Bush? Well, Running for attorney general. I know. Oh, but you want Paxton, right? So, Ken yeah. Paxton's yeah. a okay. good friend. Okay, got it. All right. Yeah. Rusty Harden or Tony Busby? Well, Harden is good. I, I, I got to meet him. Maybe I put that on the celebrity list. Why yeah. does Sean Watson need so many massages? Because people rub him the wrong way. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Did you love the hot seat? That's great. Yay. It, it gives me openings. Attaboy. Right, let's I, take a break. Well, got I got one, one, more? I got one, one more? more for okay. Rob. 100-yard dash, you versus Rick Perry's dachshund. Give us the first line of your concession speech after you lose. Well, it's another long, get along little doggy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Thank you, Rob Eisler. You great job on the hot seat. <laughs> driver Kyle Larson. Whatever I'm driving, I do everything I can to stay focused and safe. You should too. That means no drinking and driving, ever. Because even the smallest amount of alcohol can make you skid out of control. Remember, drink, drive, go to jail. I'm here for your blood! One donation saves three lives to the hero bus. Donation time. Hey, you ready to donate? Oh, blood bomb. I'm Bruce Tuff, principal of the Tuff Law Firm. We are a full service law firm serving the greater Woodlands area and the greater Houston area. 
Contact us at 281-681-0808. We're tough for you. Hey, welcome back to the Legal Fix New Age Radio Show with our our guest, Rob Eisler, is in the house. Thank you, Rob. Did a great job on the hot seat. He kind of pushed it back on us a bunch, so really did. It was our longest hot seat ever. Okay, so I've got a few things to uh, tell you about Rob. Uh, Rob, it was also a Continental uh, pilot, so you were a professional airline pilot as well. You had your own company. My president past, my of past Eisler was up in the air. Yeah, the president of Eisler <laughs> Associates. <laughs> Uh, so Rob did a lot. Rob uh, served on the school board with my father, Colson Tuff, and Rob was telling me at one meeting that they had. Now, back then in the day, they used to have these big contentious meetings, and they'd last forever. And he goes, on one of our school board meetings, we had my birthday and your dad's birthday. And we celebrated them both at the same time. Now, how, do you, how did that happen? Because I'm born December 6th, and your dad's born December 7th. And the board meeting lasted oh, past oh, midnight. Past midnight. Yeah. Wow. So it was just one of those crazy things. Amazing. So um, I was talking with Nelda Blair, and we actually are all past uh, chairman of the uh, Woodlands Chamber of Commerce. And w- Rob came into the meeting, and we were having a briefing on what ch- past chairmen do and getting an update on what the activities of the uh, chamber are. And um, Rob- Nelda started in the story and said, yeah, we all, Rob's in the house, and they're giving him an award. And Nelda was on the Convention and Visitors Bureau, the, f- the founding uh, chairman of that, and Rob was receiving this distinguished award. And if you got a little flavor from the show, Rob kind of cuts up a little bit. He throws a few puns out there. He, uh, you know, he can't stick to a script. I'll tell you that. He, if you tell him, here's what we're talking about. So we we go to this event, and it was for the Silver Spur Award. There was a thousand people in the convention center. We walked in, we couldn't believe it, and it was on a rotunda. So there was a round thing, and I said, Rob, are you speaking at this? And he goes, I don't know. And I go, Rob, please, you got to be, you got to do this. But do you remember that, Rob, that event? I do. I, and you were sitting with Anita Perry, the wife of our governor. The governor, right. Uh, yeah, Rick Perry. And she, it was, she was presenting you with the Silver Spur Award for, I don't know, whatever you did, something magnificent, I guess. I, I, maybe, they, maybe they named a rail out of town for me. I, I don't know. Well, it was, a, it was a great event. It was well attended, and you made us very, very proud. And um, I, I can tell the delegation from the Woodlands, you know, our, uh, our home hero was just doing great. So. Did he speak? Did you yes, speak? oh, he did. He I came did. up. Oh, oh I, this is the whole point of the story. <laughs> it was one of the best speeches I ever heard. So he nailed it. He nailed the <laughs> speech. Was. There was another one. I invited him to speak at a at one of the clubs. I can't remember if it was Rotary or Lions or something. And he, Rob came in. He had just driven in from Austin, and he came in before the meeting. And we're having breakfast, and he goes, "What am I talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> That's no what he did, and it was another He's one of his best that. speeches. So that was one of the. I was asked to speak to a group of of educators. That's all they told me. And uh, they, I'd been invited, and I got called like the morning of. And I said, "Well, the the, the session's going to take a, a lunch break." And I said, "I can come down there." So I go to this hotel, and I asked where this group was. I'm thinking, you know, fifteen, twenty people. I'll give them an update of what's happening. And I, as I hit the door, 
they started introducing me, and I got to the podium. And by the way, there must have been two thousand people. I, I was like the place was packed, and so I bent over to the lady who just introduced me, and I kind of whispered. I said, "Well, how long am I speaking?" She said, "You're scheduled for fifty minutes." I said, five zero. <laughs> she said, "Yeah." So you just have to tell more stories. Yeah. Oh my! You've How got do you handle material. that? You just tell more stories. You right. just have more background reference yeah, material. Yeah, well, you, you give a, a few extra examples. And and when I was chair of public ed, I, you know, I, there are a lot of people out there that are pretty smart. So I I did a lot of reading and I read all the, the latest books and policies. And so often, if I get stuck with a a, a speech, I just do book reports. You yeah, know, like Malcolm yeah. right. Malcolm Gladwell. He was his his books were great. You know, yeah, like which da- one David of his, and, tell me one of his books, Mark. Well, David Malcolm, and David and Goliath, Goliath for example, for sure. Right. Okay, right. and and uh, I used that. In fact, when when uh, the governor was running, when he was just the attorney general, uh, he, they asked me to come in and talk to him about public ed because he he wanted to be governor, and and uh, I said, well, I'm here to tell you some of the the juiciest uh, myths of public education, and he said, like what? He was still the attorney general. So, so I said, well, since you put it that way, I'll go for the juiciest one first, and that's class size. He said, I said, you probably think smaller classes are better. No. He said, well, he said, yeah. I said, that's not the case. So I explained, and I, and I took an excerpt from Malcolm Gladwell's book, David and Goliath. David, every, every chapter is about a, one situation that looks completely one way when it's actually the other. other way. Okay, right. chapter one was David and Goliath, and they talked about, you know, the, the weaknesses of Goliath and the strengths of David, and, and the, the last line of the chapter was, uh, it was as if Goliath was facing somebody with a forty-five automatic. I mean, yeah, that because, prepared, that skill. Well, that, he, he was a slinger. You yeah. know, they were, they were trained since childhood to be able to hit things with a, a slung pebble. And oh, by the way, the Ur River Valley had pebbles that were more dense than any place else in the area so i mean it's all the details yeah and then chapter two was about class size and talked about uh optimum class size and by the way uh three of the top school systems top five school systems in the world you know japan korea uh have classes greater than 35 okay and he showed in chat this chapter two about uh about 29 is the optimum size, and and we have a law that's 22 to 1, K through 4. That's yeah. And by the way, if we added one kid per class in the United States, we'd save 12 billion dollars a year. Amazing. And yeah. in Texas, that comes out to 1.088 because about one in 10, one of every 10 American school ch- children is a Texan. These are just so you. This is yeah. Amazing. So that makes it easy. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna change subjects real okay. quick because Rob was um, the sponsor of the legislation in the Texas House for the regional participation agreement that set the woodlands free from the city of Houston, and that legislation is in place 2057. We're not going to be annexed by the city of Houston ever, ever, ever till 2057, well, and well, and but- this new legislation prevents it as well. House Bill Six and. So what do you think of this, Rob, about this big incorporation debate that's going on, and are you for it or are you against it? Well, we carried legislation, and I helped further refine the legislation to enable the Woodlands to incorporate because incorporation was the best defense against annexation. Right. Now, once, once 
the legislature, had, in fact, the last two, well, in 17 and 19, they passed Senate Bill 6, and then, then there was a follow-on. Senate Bill 6 showed that any county that, had, that was over 500,000, there had to be an election for anybody to be annexed. So we're never going to get well, annexed Well, in, in 19, law. that was made every county. Yeah, so, so every county. So, right, it's not going to happen. So there's really no need to, to incorporate because there's only one township in Texas, and it's the Woodlands. It's got the best deal anywhere. I mean, the county takes care of our roads. Uh, we, we subsidize the police, but court system, roads, uh, water taxes. You know, the, when Kingwood was annexed by Houston, the first thing that they all complained about was their water bill because Houston took over the, the water system. And, and the rates go the, up. Oh, they, they go they, up they like went, crazy. They went way. They, it was like a geyser bill, not a water bill. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Rob, thank you. Any questions for Rob, guys, before we sign off today? I want, want to thank you for uh, coming on the show, Rob. We appreciate you. Well, uh, late notice, coming in, just kind of like when we say, what are we talking about today? Well, talking <laughs> about everything. Rob. Exactly. I have a question about the improvement district. Yes. What is it called, your new improvement district? Well, Magnolia Parkway? It, it's the Westwood Magnolia Parkway Improvement District, short for WIMPIT. WIMPIT. And how long has that been going on? The, how well, long has that I, been in off, uh, or well, created? It's been in, it was created in 2003, my first session in the legislature. Okay. And then they, they kind of a fallow period, and they got going again in 2011. And that's when they, when they punched uh, Research Forest through. Oh, wonderful. And it's 34% of the sales in that area come from the woodland zip codes because people from the woodlands just come right from right research forest and you got zanti restaurant and you've got a, a target mm -hmm. and a home depot and that's what i want to ask and, you about and we got an ace hardware coming in too the extension during the incorporation debates gordy bunch has said that the woodlands parkway extension was moved down a little ways and renamed and that it is up to the woodlands whether that project continues or not james noack says niche niche it's not what say you i say i have drone pictures of the land already cleared because wimpet is building that road so you're building it well we're building half of it and then the other half is some developers it's needed to go to 249 how yeah, the heck you get connect with 249 if you ever driven through that area oh yeah it's it's so congested and you can't get right. around so right. it's just about mobility i mean it's about exactly. land thoroughfare and mobility that works in montgomery county is very good at doing that and Did that's you? why we're one of the fastest growing counties right. in the and, state and, of Texas. and we are and and in fact, uh, WIMP is also going to landscape the median when they widen 1488 again, which, which is will needed, be soon. Which is needed. That's going to be wonderful, too. So did you move it just a block away and rename it's, it it's, just to trick Gordy Bunch? It's, well, well, actually, <laughs> now if you want to know the truth about that, uh, the land right across from Woodlands Parkway is owned by the... the Howard Hughes? Yeah, Howard Hughes now. And that was, that's what Gordy did control okay that the use of that land so commissioner riley just moved it down to mansions way so so you go woodlands parkway a quick left and a quick right it's a couple hundred yards and you're connected through. and then and then it follows the exact same route once it goes back around is it going to hurt the woodlands with more traffic no it, it, it's a two-way street 
It actually alleviates traffic. That's, All right. Nobody, nobody knows that it's a two-way street. Two-way street. Oh. Yes, sir. Rob Iser, thank you for being on the show. My pleasure. We really, so we really enjoyed having you. You're a great guest. I enjoyed it. Uh, we are going to sign off. Thank you for tuning in to Legal Fix, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.